What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So we are talking about the New York Yankees today, talking about how their 2021 season went, what they can do looking forward to 2022. So the Yankees were in the playoffs last year, but they lost in the AL wildcard game. They went 92-70, and finished third in the AL East, lost to the Boston Red Sox in that one-game playoff. And the Yankees had an interesting season. You know, they... They were up and down the standings. I mean, early in the season, actually, they 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 were. I don't want to. I mean, this is gonna sound really crazy. I mean, in baseball, you can't say a team is down and out in June or whatever. But it looked like it. It looked like that was the case in New York, and you know they had a lot of injuries. But you know, John Carlos Stanton came back. Guys like Voigt came back, and they went on a run over the summer. And they looked really good, and they, they pitched and hit pretty well, actually. Um, but generally, they had a pretty solid season, even when you account for the, for you know the downtimes because every team has those. But I would say that similar to previous years, the biggest problem for the Yankees is just injuries to their big players. I mean, DJ LeMahieu, Gary Sanchez, um, these guys were not healthy. You know, the Bronx Bombers, you know, they always had a hole in their lineup for some reason. And yes, there were guys who stepped up and contributed. When needed, guys like Kyle Higashioka, Andrew Velasquez, these guys came up in a big way to assist the injured Yankees. But, you know, there was frustration on the injury front, and I'm not really sure how the Yankees can resolve that. They've had injury problems for a few years now. But at the end of the day, they made it to the playoffs, and they they got beat by a Boston Red Sox team, which is frankly better than them, and, you know, made a statement in that game. But prior to 2021, the Yankees were projected to be one of the best teams in baseball. But, you know, baseball happens. They were led by their ace, Garrett Cole, and on the relief side of things, Jonathan Loazaga. I would say early in the season, you know, and not just the Yankees, but a lot of teams faced the whole sticky substance situation where Garrett Cole was clearly using spider tack or some kind of sticky substance that when the league decided to crack, crack down on it, his numbers weren't so good for for some time. And I think it took him a while to readjust. But by the end of the season, he looked fine. But there was definitely, you know, a few months there where everyone in baseball knew that these were the guys who were using sticky substances because all of a sudden they don't look the same. They don't, they don't pitch nearly as effectively now that the league is inspecting their glove, inspecting their hat, inspecting their hands as they're walking off the field most innings. So... Who was the best player for the Yankees in 2021? It was clearly Aaron Judge. It was by far, you know, Aaron Judge. He's the best player. He put up a phenomenal season, and he was healthy for most of the year. He played 148 games, was an all-star, was fourth in the MVP voting, had a silver slugger, six wins above replacement, 39 homers, 98 ribbies, a 287 average. What more can you say? Great stuff from Aaron Judge. And, you know, he's the leader of that team, and... Yeah, he was just consistent all throughout. And he was actually very good defensively, too. Made some spectacular plays, and he was a contender for the gold glove. Didn't win it, but just a great season all around from Aaron Judge. The best starting pitcher was Garrett Cole. He was one of the best pitchers in baseball all of last season, despite the whole you know spider attack issue and the few starts he had where he couldn't, uh, you know, he, he couldn't adjust the first 
the first few starts after MLB started inspecting. But he, he got things settled down towards the end of the year, finished with a 3.23 ERA, and he was consistent. He was really consistent. I mean, he was in a tight race with Robbie Ray, but Robbie Ray ended up winning the Cy Young. I would say, obviously, what turned the Yankee season around, you know, I said that they had those struggles in, like, May, June. They went out, and they had a very active trade deadline. I thought that they were going to kind of lay down and maybe just stand pat and not do anything at the trade deadline, but they didn't take no for an answer. They went out, and they got Anthony Rizzo. They went out, and they got Joey Gallo, and it immediately paid dividends. Anthony Rizzo went on a hot streak immediately after joining the Yankees. Joey Gallo, not so much, but, you know, he, he also – helped eventually I mean he didn't go off to a hot start with the Yankees but eventually you know he helped settle things down out there and he was really good also the Yankees made great on some of their offseason acquisitions from last year they went out and they rolled the dice on Corey Kluber who came in and he pitched really well while he was healthy he threw a no hitter for them he was there for the first I think it was two months of the season Jameson Tyone I mean he was a comeback player they signed him on, on a on a very low deal just to see if he was still good and he was he had a steady 4.3 era with 140 strikeouts on the year so those low cost pitching signings proved to be really effective for the yankees those guys definitely held things down but what's next for the new york yankees obviously this is a fan base that's that's chomping at the bit they're frothing they're they're hungry they're hungry. They haven't won a World Series since 2009, and that's a franchise that has really high expectations. They want to win. They want to win. But at this point in the offseason, they, they've already showed us they're not going to sign Corey Seager. They're not going to sign Marcus Semien. Some people are saying they need a big-time shortstop. That's why I'm, I'm mentioning Seager and Semien. They didn't sign those. Well, are they going to go for, like, a Trevor Story or a Carlos Correa? We'll see. We'll see. Well, they didn't sign Max Scherzer. We'll see. Honestly, I'll give my honest take on this. I don't think the Yankees are going to sign a big-name player. I mean, who are we kidding? Ever since George Steinbrenner passed away and his son, Hal Steinbrenner, took over, they have no longer been the evil empire. They signed Garrett Cole a couple off-seasons ago. That was huge. But that's really been it. That's been the only big free agent splash they've made in a decade plus. I don't think they're going to do it this year. They have gone another route i don't know maybe it's it's they, they they do well on the trade front they trade for good players they bring up great players through their farm system but making that big blockbuster free agent splash is just not something the yankees do anymore and speaking of um doing well on the trade front a guy they did trade for you no know, years ago john Carlos stanton also had a very good year i want to give a shout out to him because john Carlos stanton i talked about this during the season but whether we want to admit it or not, he's on a Hall of Fame trajectory. This dude is so consistent when he does play. And when I say that, I mean, he, he's a lock for, I mean, he hit 35 home runs last year in 139 games. He was, I know, he missed about, you know, 20, he missed 23 games. But when he does play, he's a lock for a bunch of home runs, and he's still just 32 years old, and he's sitting at 347 career home runs. John Stan can get to 500 home runs, ladies and gentlemen. He definitely can, right? He definitely can do, he definitely can do that. And he was really good when he played last year. I just want to give him, him a shout out for that because honestly, the fact that he played that many games is, is 
outstanding. It's outstanding for him because it's just not something he has done much lately. So, Gleyber Torres needs to do better. DJ LeMahieu needs to be healthy. They did rehire Aaron Boone. But the Yankees are hungry. The Yankees fans are hungry. And we'll just have to wait and see what they do this offseason. Expect them to be good next year. They're going to be fine. They're going to be a good team. But can they go deep in the playoffs? I don't know. I feel like Boston has leapfrogged them. I mean, if we looked at what happened this off, no, sorry, this, this postseason in October, that was a surprise. Nobody really expected the Red Sox to go as deep as they did. And no one even expected the Red Sox to be as good as they were in 2021. We'll talk about that during their episode. But if a Red Sox team can go from last to the ALCS from one year to the next, the Yankees are wondering, what are we doing wrong? And they definitely should be asking themselves that question. It's a very fair question to ask. So that's where things stand in New York. They'll be good, but just how good, how hungry is the front office at this point? That's, I think that's the question. You have to be willing to spend money in today's game if you want to win. That's just the truth. You have to be willing to do it. So we'll see. That's going to do it for today. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who'd be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.